2: now
3: I know you're there. I know you're there and I can feel your presence. And I say to you, good day and a happy, happy Sunday. And I bring to you the holy word of peace. As a great prophet Omega suggested. Check out I Am What I Am, Adrian Ballou. With the great prophet Omega. One of the great albums. I commend this to you today. Adrian Ballou. Was he MC5? Don't know. No, it's Wayne Kramer. I don't know, but it's called "I Am What I Am," and it's a it's an affirmation. A little bit of Popeye, but the Prophet Omega was apparently a a um, I guess a an evangelical preacher of sorts. Somebody recorded him, and Adrian Blue, great guitar player, put it to music. So check that out today. And I say welcome and thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for celebrating in this apostolic sense of truth. Truth within reason. Reasonable truth. The relative truth. The truth that, well, uh, good truth. Let me say that yesterday was an absolute fest. A joy fest. It was wonderful being here with you. I want to tell you, which is a wonderful thing, which I did not make very clear yesterday, but I'm going to make it clear today. We are re-monetized. Zappa, thank you. We are re-monetized. We are back in the saddle again. And for, I guess for a while, we have been basically disconnected from you commercially. But through a good fortune and kind reviews and a change of circumstance, we are fully monetized back again. And you were with us from the beginning, and we thank you for that. And you are now able to, not only are we able to enjoy our uh, videos and ideas being seen and Commercially available, but you are also available to show your love through super chats and the like, which you did yesterday, which I appreciate immensely. And those were available for the first time in, well, a while. Quite a while. So we are back in the saddle again. We are back, and you know what? We're glad to be here. That's all I want to say. We're back to give you... Something that is unique. Something that is just me. That's all I want to do. I want to be me. you understand something? Me. I just want you to be me. So again, thank you very much. Super chats below. Comments and the like, please. This is interactive. And your putting money in the tip jar, as they always say, gives us a sense of yes. Because this is still one of the most wonderful methods of communication there is. I have a lot to talk about. I have I've written my list. First and foremost, there was something last night which I want to share with you. And one of the things which I've noticed in terms of my own life and my own existence is as follows. I've never liked the cool kids. Never ever. Never liked them, never cared for them, never, uh, never cared for them. Never. Whenever people say, we're the fun ones, the cool ones, they count me out. I was lucky enough where in my, during my high school, which I think is when, which was in a lot of times, people first are, Introduced to this kind of an unfair, you know, mean girls, which was, by the way, such a great, great, great uh, show and, and theme and meme. But uh, lucky for us, we had it was a it was a all male, and we we knew not the meaning of the word cool. There was no such thing as who was in and who wasn't and who was cool, and never understood that. If anybody even so much as tried to say, we're better than you, we're the cool ones. Oh, no, 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 no. Whether there were jocks or... We we had groups of people who fancied... Uh, fancy, uh, they, they kind of coexisted. We had the academic types. We had the athletic type. But it was a coexistence. It wasn't supremacy over the other. Well, last night, I think it was last night, in New York City, there was something called The inner circle. And I want to just say, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. And this is something which I wish I could show you. And let me explain this to you first. As you may or may not know, conventional uh, media platforms, as we know it, are over. It's over. It is done. We're going to talk a lot about that. What was CNN and with this latest thing with Gail King and Charles Barkley? But but there are people in the news business who were from the days of Huntley and Brinkley and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Murray Kempton, and especially with newspapers, you know, Pete Hamill. And Jimmy Breslin, and uh, uh, Westbrook Pegler, and you know, this; uh, these were the last, and I used to know these guys, the last of the newspaper in New York. At one particular point, New York had 8, 10, 12, I don't know, different uh, papers that were that, that were existing, co- that were prevalent in any event. Found out something? Do you know why Walter Winchell and these people used to wear fedoras? Uh, Matt Drudge, or I don't know if even know if Matt Drudge is still with us. I, I don't know whatever happened to him. If anybody's ever seen him, <laughs> I don't. We, be, whatever. But he wore a fedora and and uh, Winchell. And the reason for that is that in old newspaper places, there would be. A lot of times, the actual typesetters—the people who would be doing the type—would be above. Sometimes this area, and this, these fine filaments from the shavings of the of the uh, typeset would float and would would be seen and would be available. And to make a long story short. People would wear fedoras to keep this from hitting them. I did not know this. You probably did. I did not know it. But I met the last group of these folks. And they used to meet at this one particular uh, Irish pub once a month. And I was invited. And it was like nothing you've ever seen. This was the Wild West. This was Newspaper Men. Mike McAulary and... uh (sighs) Well, Breslin, there was nothing like Jimmy Breslin, nothing. Uh, Pete Hamill was trying to be more of the, more of the erudite, you know, but, but Breslin was hardcore and just it was beautiful. Well, then they gave way to the news folks, and then the news people, Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, and before that it was, you know, the local folks. And they were the stars. They really were stars. This was this was when, when TV, during its nascent period, and the people who were in that particular genre, the people who were in the journalist world at the time, these folks, interestingly enough, were, for lack of a better word, the only stars in town. And they had this thing called the Inner Circle. And it started like in 19, I don't know, let me get a quick uh, read on that. I don't want to miss, be misquoted. Inner Circle, New York City. I think it was Inner Circle. Yep, it was at the Ziegfeld, Ziegfeld Ballroom. See that, honey? Every year it was at the Hilton or whatever it was. I know, we don't care about that. In any event, So uh, since 1922 okay it was it was a successor to the amen corner and the association of city hall reporters anyway what they were they thought they were they were it well this thing started to catch on and every year they would have these folks who would do this and it is the worst thing you have ever seen maybe in your life imagine imagine a Christmas party with the wor- where the h r people come forward and you you don't know who these people are. Maybe you've been invited to a Christmas party and you see these terrible skits and somebody will yell, Jerry! And you know who Jerry is, but you're Jerry must be a big shot. Jerry! Okay, just Jerry. There's Jerry. Jerry's up here. He's got a bowl of fruit. And he was doing a car memoranda. And they do these terrible dances. and And it's all about who's cool and who's not. And you can see, by virtue of the applause, who's cool and who's not. Okay. The people of the inner circle still think that they're cool. They're living in, they think it's 1965. And they think they're on TV. And they think they're cool. So every year, they have the mayor... The mayor of New York is in a skit. One year we had two in a row with Rudy Giuliani. One year he was remember when Rudy Giuliani was dressed up? What was it, Victor Victoria, I think it was, or when he was dressed up as a woman? Was that it? I think it was Victor Victoria, the one year and he it was oh my God. Because the Broadway the Broadway in the old days, Broadway would work with the mayor and you had, I mean, really big sets and Rudy Giuliani was dressed as a woman for the big finale. The one year was Greece, and he was dressed up as, with a jacket on. And Bloomberg did it. And anyway, well, this year was Eric Adams. No comment on that. But here's the best part. The people who are doing this, this is what I'm going to tell you. The people who are doing it, the, the actual reporters and the ones on TV and whatever, they think within their own cir- circle that they are the coolest, hippest, the conusenti, the intelligentsia, the journalist journalista you know the the um, the the round table, the I mean I mean they, they are living in this. Okay. And and it takes um, I'm gonna say one more thing and then I'll be done with it. They practice Almost all year for this horrible thing, and it's like five hours long. It's the long. It is so bad. It is horrible, and it's only for them, so they can say like, "This is great." Aren't we great? I went. I think I've been three times, maybe, maybe four. It uh, never again. It, it, it is. It gets worse and worse and worse. Okay, okay. Now you're asking the question. What is this about? Let me tell you, and let me explain to you, why what we're doing now is so important. This, this is something that's been around for a long time. It's somebody talking to you. You're watching something. You're watching a screen. Very similar. Maybe you've got headphones on. Maybe you're walking. Maybe you've got that before. It's broadcasting. You've seen this before. Very similar. Very similar. But there's something different. It's interactive. It is not on any kind of a a cable channel. There's no W or K before the name of this. You don't have a lot of... uh, You have reasonable commercial interruptions out of your kindness and that sort of thing. But that's it. It's new. And it is the... Some of the best information that i have ever seen ever this thing youtube alone the 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 what i hear and what i've learned the lectures the it it, it is mind boggling streaming and these people listen to me carefully listen to me like you've never listened before they look at us as though we're somehow I don't know that this is like a baby monitor or something. You do what? Oh, oh. You're doing that? Oh. Well, are you on TV? Better than TV. Oh. Are you on radio? When are you going to go back on radio again? Radio? What are you talking about? Yeah, radio. When are you going to go back on radio? Radio? This is what I deal with. I've been dealing with it. Oh. I miss you on radio. Well, I'm I'm on here. I talk to millions. There's no, there's no. I I don't even know. I don't know. Nobody knows how many people we really talk to over the periods of time. Mean, I mean, you get numbers and that sort of thing. But it's still bigger than anything you're doing now. And I run into these people, and they look down on this. They don't understand. it. They think that pod. I've got one friend who thinks that you have to have a voice. Now, I don't have a voice at all for this. Somebody suggested my voice is like Curly Howard on Benzedrine. I love that. The, I, I have no voice for this. There is no voice for this. I mean, The, the voice of this, you know, the uh, Gary Owens and... It's right, I mean, over with. But they don't know this. And imagine this is a star. And imagine this star blows up it's a it's a black hole or a supernova or whatever it is it's just gone, but the light hasn't hit us yet it's thousands of light years away, and it hasn't hit us yet. We still see it, we think we see it, but we don't it's not there anymore, but we think it's there, and there are people who don't understand. This is not an either or. This is, now, you're doing the same thing, radio, that you did to print. When print laughed at you. When print, what, what, what is this? What are you talking about? What is this? Radio. And this is the thing I want to tell you. What are we doing right now? Give me one word that explains what we're doing. It's communication, it's truth, it's entertainment, it's mesmerizing, it's getting you focused and getting you locked in. We saw last night, have you, have you seen this social dilemma? It's not, it's not the greatest. It's okay. Tristan Harris and others, a lot of the, uh, you know, the uh, ethical aspects of, of this sort of thing. But to make a long story short, very, very short, make a long story short, it was about what people do to lure you in and to make you focus on what's going on. And what I'm telling you is that this is something which is important that nobody else has ever done. First of all, you're listening to me, and watching me, you, we know each other. Be, because by virtue of the fact of there's, there's a certain degree of familiarity, same set, I'm in my home, you're at yours, whatever it is, we, we understand that we don't need, well, I've got lights I've got this thing and a laptop, and that's it. That's it. That's it. That's my. That's my set. That's my set. Uh, I might. I might splurge for some thumbnails or something, but that's. I. I really don't. You. I. I don't need this. You don't need this. Look at Joe Rogan's set. Joe Rogan's still the most important person on. Uh, the platform today, in terms of melding news and entertainment, it's the same set. What is it? It's just, there's a there's a mic with a uh, there's kind of a a drape behind it. Lex Friedman, I think, is so good it's beyond excellent. What does he have? Nothing. So that's number one. No makeup, no lights, no pretend and feigned, none of that stuff. All right. What else is it? What else are we talking about? It's other things as well. It's this thing called honesty and authenticity. And there's something about this that is hard for people to understand. It's hard for anybody to even uh, grasp. So anyway, to make a long story short, these folks today on this wonderful thing called Facebook and others are so talking about, aren't we great? And I'm saying, you don't really understand what's happening here. It's wonderful that you're doing that. That's terrific. But you don't understand what's happening here. You don't recognize this. And invariably, in every form of... In every form of something, there is some very famous person who decides to forego. I interviewed Dick Clark one time. And Dick Clark, he did every year the uh, New Year's Eve at Times Square. Rocky New Year's Eve, it was ABC, I was with ABC at the time, WABC, it was radio. So Dick Clark, we did a promotion. And it's great to talk to Dick Clark. Dick Clark was a madman in terms of how he's able to do what he did. And so the very first question, I said, may I ask you a question, uh, Dick? Have I that Yes. You had the chance to... Either buy into or promote or be a part of the Beatles, but you didn't see the Beatles. You you didn't you didn't get it. You said, "No, nah, not the Beatles." And his voice dropped. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Oliver was it? Was it who was it? Um, I forget one of the one of the um, producers who didn't understand Scarface. Didn't get it. Thought it was too violent. Thought it was say, Mrs. L, in her youth, in terms of entertainment business, you saw MTV, right? You said this is going to be what was it MTV or was it what was it that you? Miami Vice. Miami Vice. Miami Vice and MTV. She saw that and and was was during this part. I remember. I don't know about you, but I remember the first day MTV was on TV. I remember the first, and I'm lucky to be a part of it. I remember the very first, and of course, uh, the Ruggles and blah, blah, blah. But, not the Ruggles, the Buggles. Radio killed, video killed the radio star. The Ruggles were the knockoff of the Beatles, if I recall (laughs) correctly. in any event. She went to somebody, she says, this is going to be, this is going to be the thing of the future. This is it. And this person did not get it, did not see it, did not understand it. And of course, it was it until it metamorphosed, I guess, into something else. And I don't even know if it's on anymore. I don't even know if anybody even cares about this. But at the time, do you remember what that was? Do you remember where you were? Do you remember in, what was it, 1984? no MTV well the uh the buggles you know the big the big video kill the radio star that was let me see MTV started I remember that day MTV started uh, August the 1st 1981 do you remember how huge that was now by the way I'm not being I'm not Doing this just merely to be anecdotal and and uh, uh, you know looking back historically. This don't make this mistake again. We saw this. We saw this. I saw this. You were there, and I knew immediately. Wow. Now, why does it work? I don't know why it works. I don't. You can. You can. Don't ask why. This is the most important thing ever. Now, I was thinking about something. Listen to me carefully. Listen to me carefully. Let's assume somebody wanted very much to destroy the Joe Rogan platform. How would you do it? How would you do it? And by the way, speaking of uh, Max Headroom and others, Remember the role of Mike Nesmith and elephant parts? Remember what Zappa did for TV? Go back. Remember what Ernie Kovacs did for TV? Remember people who took the medium and played with it, who enjoyed it? Remember what, how laughing was a very, very important part of this? There are people who do little, little, little changes that lead up to this, to break away from the structure of this. Very, very critical. Very, very critical. People now are saying, I'm cutting the cable. Cable was everything. Cable changed everything. The last time anybody, that I can remember anybody ever watching any kind of uh, appointment TV was, of course, Sopranos. Sopranos. It it was Sunday nights and everybody was there. Even though you can watch it later, maybe record it, it, it doesn't matter. You wanted to be a part of it. If anybody had told you in the old days... Chaotic anarchy. Thank you. Sip of tea from for the working man on a Sunday. Thank you so much. You're excellent. Thank you. Chaotic anarchy. I like that. I'm trying. See, I'm reading as a as a. I'm putting. I'm, I'm Frenchifying it. I read manslaughter for the first time as man's laughter. When I was a kid years ago, I saw man's laughter. I broke it up the wrong way. So thank you for that. You are a good and a great person. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Chaotic Anarchy X. So when this happened, when all this happened, I sat back and I said, we are seeing something that is bigger than anything anybody's ever seen. And I was here, as were you, when the internet and everything... Developed. So let me ask you something. How would you want to... By the way, here comes the judge. Somebody mentions this, Sammy Davis Jr. That was Pigmeat Markham before that. That was part of the Chitlin circuit. That's an old routine. I think Pigmeat Markham did. That wasn't Sammy Davis. He wasn't the first one to do this. Now let me ask you a question. How would you destroy Joe, uh, Joe Rogan? How would you do it? Legally, legally where he steps into it, and destroys himself. What would you do? How would you how would you fix this? It's so easy, it's not even funny. So. You want to destroy him. Somebody says I got to put him up. Don't 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 threaten him and boycott him, and I use him as an example because I have nothing but respect for the power of what he did. What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? It's very simple. Very simple. Lure him into regular TV. Say, Joe, we're going to pay... but Whatever it is. Give him the most ridiculous $50 million a year. Bring him in. We're going to put you on... HBO. And and even cable. Even cable. Even Netflix to an extent. Others, it's still TV. This has the law and order... There is no end to this. Joe starts when he wants, does when he wants. Period. Put him on TV and it destroys him. Give him a set. Give him a budget. Give him a commercial. Clean it up. Have you ever seen somebody on YouTube who does a show and the set is so clean and so nice it destroys it? It destroys everything. Have you ever seen this before? I've seen this a gazillion times. You take somebody and it's like your show is too nice, your set is too, uh, uh-uh. uh destroy it. You're gonna you, it ruins it. Ted Turner was the first one. Ted Turner was so innovative. What he did was he came and he decided, he decided he says I'm gonna go 24 hours. You're gonna what? I'm gonna go 24 hours. You're gonna go 24 hours. 24 hours. What are you talking about? 24 hours. How can you go 24 hours? Don't you understand you have to stop at one o'clock? Remember the late, late show and the late show and there was the, the sound pattern? No, you can't. Ted Turner says, it cost me more money to turn this off. Don't you understand innovation? It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And he went on. Plus he was, remember, five minutes after the hour. Not Brilliant. What you're seeing right now is something which is so incredible and I'm telling you, They're going to, if you want to destroy it, if you want to kill this, make it fancy. Put it on TV. It's where people go. It's where shows and things go to die. It's this format that destroys it. There's something about, I don't know what this is, but this iteration, this rawness at first. How many times have you seen somebody... How many times have you seen a a show or see somebody, they're in their bedroom, and they got 10, 15 million... You wonder, how do they do this? This is so critical right now. Now, what is happening, the latest iteration of this is what's happening to CNN. Chris Licht (laughs) is is the front man, and this is fantastic. People have put... Everything into CNN. I have a friend of mine who lives, I think, to hate CNN. I don't watch it. But my friend, you know who that is. Every thing that happens, he is transfixed on CNN. Or The View, or whatever it is. I'm saying, okay. I mean, I want everybody to be on. I don't want anybody to be. If you want to watch it, watch it. If you don't, it's up to you. So Chris Licht is the the new, is the, quote, wunderkind. I think he he was doing uh, the Colbert commercial, a show, years ago. And then he went from there to this. And this guy, David Zaslav, who now runs that whole enterprise. And CNN has been just collapsing. So what is he doing now? If I didn't know better, what I would have told him to do is I want you to make sure that the story becomes how CNN is dying and nobody's watching it and you're going crazy, and that there's turmoil, and that the people are going crazy, and there's, there's fights, I would tell Lemon, you're going to get into a fight with this one, people are going to tune in, we're going to take you off, we're going to put you back on. Keep talking about it, because what happens is, here is the product, and the second part of it is what social media do collectively to refer to the product. So now they have Gail King and Charles Barkley. Genius. 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 Why? They're going crazy. They're talking about it. Oh, my God. If I met Chris Lichter, Zaslav, and I told him this, they would probably say, I don't know what you're even talking about. I don't even know what you're even remotely, but I'm saying, what you're doing is genius, even though you may not even realize it's genius. You are creating a momentum regarding something that nobody even thought about. You're basically... People talk... Nobody talks about MSNBC. Nobody. Nobody. It's CNN. And you are doing something which is so beautiful. Cre- you're promoting it by talking about the destruction of CNN. Now, you may say it's counterintuitive. Absolutely not. It is unequivocal, sheer genius to be talking about the fact that this is in free fall and that you're so desperate. Can you imagine the first time yo King and Charles Barkley on CNN? The first time, just go through the roof. And pretty soon, you're going to move away from this, and pretty soon, and then I would then turn around and say, now, let's have Charles Barkley talk about the news. Why can't he talk about the news? If a 15-year-old sitting on her bed can talk about music, why can't Charles Barkley talk about the news? Do it, do it, do it. You are seeing right now, because there is a complete, something is happening. Elon Musk and Twitter. Do you know what Elon Musk has done? Do Do you understand the genius of Elon Musk? Am I getting through? Are you paying attention to me? Vinny just said, political wrestling, I was just going to say that. Do you understand what wrestling was? Wrestling was never about the match. It was about bringing heat. It was about the angle. It was about the work. It was about going into a territory, creating heat, putting over. When you're over, I put you over. You're going to win. Andre the Giant was over. He bring somebody in. He was the job boy. You, this is the heel, baby. You know all this: stuff. potatoes, bumps, spots. This, it was, it is the, it is the singular focus. It is the singular, uh, perfect analogy to life. Professional wrestling, the work, the angle. I want you in. I want you to believe this. Now, stop right there for a second. What is social media? We mentioned the social dilemma. I want to addict you. I want you to watch this. I don't care how I do it. Well, within reason. But I want you to focus on this. I want you to... I want to own you. But you're not going to be inside a room. You're not going to be in an arena where people are yelling and screaming. You're going to be at your own home. Your own arena. Have you ever driven by a place? There was a place on... I'm surprised it didn't work. It, it, it was this Philly cheesesteak place, and I thought, that's good. It's bright. It looked interesting. Uh, it didn't work. Maybe it was, I was wondering, why didn't that work? Maybe it's the angle. Maybe there was no parking. Maybe I don't know what it is. But I'm always trying to figure out, how does this thing work? In New York City, on every corner, there are nail salons. Every corner, next to each other. How do they make money? I have some ideas which I'll go into perhaps later on, but what is happening right now? How do I lure you in? This is professional wrestling. This is exactly what it is. Who is the number one heel? Remember, heel is it. Babyface is nothing without the heel. The good guy. Bruno San Martino, Arnold Scolin, depending upon where you are, Harley Race, Ric Flair, without a baby face, without a dust, and then there were like, you know, du- Dusty Rhodes was the greatest performer of all time. Period. Bar none. The greatest. But he was like, he, he was a baby face. He did some switches. and, But who was it? Who was it? Good versus evil. Manichaean. Who's the good guy? Who is the, who is the ultimate bad guy? Fox News. Fox News is the heel. They are the heel. I would have a separate, and they probably do, have a separate division at Fox News that does nothing but put out music uh, or stories about. Is this the end for Fox? Is this the end for Tucker? Is this the end for conservative? Is the does the Dominion suit me? And whether it.
4: out.
2: Order now
1: Fighterflare.com
3: is or not I don't know. Keep it going. Fox has eight billion dollars of cash. They've got cash on hand, eight billion. <laughs> cash. CNN, they're going crazy. How about this? Have Rula Lenska with Charlie Callas. Well, he's dead. They're, they're, they're putting these. I was going to say put Charo with Scott Baio. Let's put these weird combinations. Let's think of this Gail King and Charles Barkley. Who and what? Gail King and Charles Barkley. Give me two of the most incredibly. Incongruous combinations you would put together on our network: Charo, Scott Baio, Rula Lenska—I'm sorry, one of my favorites—and maybe um the lady from Dump Cake, the one who I love that. Have you ever seen those Dump Cake commercials? Hi, Ka- what's her name? Kathy. Hi, she dumps this stuff in. The- who would be these? And by the way, what what wrestling? What um, you mentioned about Rogan? And this is what Dana White doesn't understand. That's just wrestling. W, I'm not uh, 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 MMA, and that's that's not anything. That's okay, great. You know, you had people. Bas Rutan was great. There were some great heels. There were some really great people. I love the guy, uh, Emiliano Federico, whatever, the, the Russian, uh, he was the best. There were, he was the heel. Who were the real heels? I don't know. Where are we going? We're getting saturated with it. Uh, the guy, the Irish fellow, with Colin, whatever, that was good. But there has to be, where is this momentum? It's not, remember something, people lose your interest. How about this? Caitlyn Jenner and Ted Cruz. Excellent. Raul Rodriguez, everybody. I'm sitting back. I understand the business of this. I'm saying, where are you going with this? Look at what's happening. I want to be to media what these geniuses are to social media. How they figure out how you get a device and you swipe. Swipe mimics the handle in a in a um, casino. What is it that's going to addict you? Where is it? How are you going to want to watch something? I want to see, at some particular point, Gail King and Charles Barkley on a show on CNN. I, I want to see it. What was the number one show on MSNBC for the longest time? What was it? Tell me what it was. What was their bread and butter? I I have not watched that in so long. I I don't know. But it was Lockup. Lockup was the biggest... It was their moneymaker. I thought it was terrible because it basically made a carnival out of people who were uh, incarcerated and um, I did not particularly care for any of that uh, to... To put them in that, I thought it was awful. Did not care for that at all. But this is what's happening right now. This is what's happening. You are seeing something that is so important. And here, here, here is the best part. Do you know what has happened after Elon? Do you know what happened? Are you seeing this? Are you seeing what's happening right now? Look at when he came along, there seems to be kind of like a a change across media platforms. Okay, you've done this. You you've we've kind of figured this thing out. Elon has Elon is professional wrestling. What has he done? The blue mark, the check mark. I'm gonna give you you're gonna give him the check mark? Wait a minute, why do I pay for my check mark? Well I want to make sure there's no trolls, no bots. Yeah, but wait a minute. Wait a minute! Hold it. Why? Why them? We're talking about it. Then Elon says, "All of the folks I think yesterday who had uh, a state, uh, certain state um, labels, whatever. Some of them were off. Some of them they're not." He's identifying, identifying people by their BBC. You have a check mark. I'm taking a check mark. See, only thing we're talking, imagine being Pinterest. They say, what? What? Elon Musk is professional wrestling. He's the babyface. He's the heel. He's everything. You can, Tesla, spaceships, billionaire, Twitter. Twitter has never been bigger than it is now. Twitter is blue chip and blue check. Be, it has a cache. Do you know what a Higgs field is? Let me ask you a question. We have these two things right now, right? You have this, you know, the nucleus of a proton. This is the nucleus of an atom, and then you have the electrons, maybe orbiting somewhere. I don't know where the hell they are, but they're whether they're in a probability, the quantum, whatever it is. The thing is, nothing is touching. Nothing's ever touching. Where does mass come from? Tahuya Bar and Grill. Thank you, my friends. Tahuya, you've been with us since day one. Tahuya, God bless you, brother. Tahuya, ah Tahuya, ah Tahuya and Tahuit. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the heart. What's the Higgs field? Why is there mass? The Higgs boson, the God particle, the Higgs field. It gives mass. It creates something. This is what Elon Musk has done to Twitter. He's given it masks. He's given it mass. He's he's given it uh, heft, size, weight, density, stuff. This is, this, Twitter was like, eh, Twitter, Twitter, that's all they're talking about. The blue check, who's got the check, who's got the check, who's on your one, Matt Taibbi with a this and that. Dorsey couldn't get arrested. Well, for various reasons, but nothing. Twitter, blah, Twitter. No, it's Instagram. Oh, Okay. This is genius. Genius. And what's happening in 2024? Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. 2024 is going to be the most important thing. Wait until artificial intelligence figures out persuasion. Do you understand? Do you get what's happening? Right now, artificial AI and AGI in particular... Are trying to do this idea where they think that everything is 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 um, language, and the first thing they're trying to do is trying to anticipate words and verbs and i and and sentence structure. They're trying to anticipate it. They want to know how you work. How do you think? What is it that persuades you? What is it? What is it that gets your attention? Not on one side size fits all thing, but what is it in particular? How do I work this accordingly? How do I master? How do I sample? How do I take your information? And by the way, I do not believe that the reason why people want your data, listen to me carefully, I do not believe so that countries or companies can steal your banking. Or, no! I don't want your money. It's you. Remember the expression, when something you use is free, when something that they give you is free, you're the product, not the thing they're giving you. This is so beautiful, and I have been to so many people, especially my friends at the Inner Circle, who are living in 1965 right now, and I'm saying, this is I want to know information. Let me take all of this information and put it into data. Let me know what it takes to you. How do I get you? They have never seen anything. They give somebody a machine. Tim Brigance, thank you. Second try. Whatever that means, my friend. Tim Brigance. Muchísimas gracias. By the way, that's for you, Tim. That's for you my friend. And Tahuya, that's for you as well. Now, wait a minute. Hold it. Tahuya and I forgot how 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 rude could I be? Wait a minute. Oh, and to a chaotic uh, anarchy, you were first. Okay? Thank you. This is how this is how I say I love you. This is how I do it. You may find it disgusting, but to me it's I'm a manualist. And I've already told you how I develop this. It's an art form. And Depending upon the, you get, you get different resonance. So anyway, don't want to overdo it. It's an art. Please don't try this at home. What we're seeing right now is something so great. I'm learning how you figure things out. How you like something. Why you like something. What is it? How do I focus? I have the machine too and it gives me back. I've got your information. I've got your data. If I put this color in, you like it. Do you want it to be do you know how much time they put how much emphasis? You, chaotic, you, thank you. Do you know how much time they put into whether you should be called a cart or checkout or whatever? How they will work on an icon on a on a on an on an emoji? Do do you think this is happenstance? Do you think some of the most incredible minds I have ever seen ever are looking at the behavior involved in and before it used to be things like cars and the style and when the Mustang changed and it's the most it's the most important thing in the world. Twenty twenty four is coming. And you're going to find out that I don't need Misinformation, disinformation. I don't need that. I want to know how to persuade you. Let me say this again. I don't want to lie to you. Tell me what it is that you want to hear. Not that I'm lying to you. I'm not going to give you fake information. No, 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 no. I want to comply with you. I want to be your friend. What is it that works for you. What is it? I have loved commercials and information forever. I told you about Tony Schwartz. The greatest commercial ever was the daisy chain. Never mentioned Goldwater once. And it ran one time. The commercial with the little girl, 10, 9, 8. It ran one time and they pulled it. The rest was for free. Think about that. It was brilliant. It's the most incredible thing in the world. Who re- I, 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 Do you remember when Apple... Do you remember when Apple... Nobody wanted that Macintosh? What are you, crazy? Remember those Mac people? Remember those Mac people? What? I remember in high school... We had this... I was a guy who had a, like a Datsun or something. I said, you're getting a Japanese car? Where are you going to buy parts? People said, a Japanese car? What about German? Well, it's different. Then all of a sudden, what are you talking about? I remember this. I remember this. I love when things, that's why I've told you, to me, the most fascinating thing ever is the tattoo. I remember a couple of people had a tattoo. Remember this? You had an uncle, Marine, a mom, maybe an anchor, maybe a couple people. Bikers, bikers had, that was it. Then, all of a sudden, over, do you remember when all, there was a woman yesterday, I don't know where we were walking, she looked like just, oh I know what it was, Uh, we were on West Side Highway, there was a big Tibetan, Tibetan and Buddhist protest. Against CNN, it was in favor of uh, the Dalai Lama, and it was there were Tibetans and uh, right around the uh, where would that be Pier Seventy Nine and all along. I mean, they it was packed, Tibetans, Buddhists everywhere, and there was this woman walking, and she seemed like like your grandmother, just a nice lady, and I guess she had her topless, and I can see this big tattoo on her. Breast and how painful that must be. Where did this happen? Liz Solak, ladies and gentlemen. Liz, that's for you, Sol. That's for you. Liz Solak, everybody. Doesn't Solak sound like a great name, like a Star Trek character? You're a good person. How did this happen? How did this happen? Tell me the person who said, I got this idea, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And all of a sudden, overnight, I want to know. I've told you before. Murmurations. Starlings. Flying in sequence. The rule of seven. How does this work? How does this work? Somebody tell me. How do these people work? Why do you do what you do? Why do you vote the way you are? When did you... How... I always ask people. How did you... What is it that you believe in? Where was it? What was your moment? They may call it a red pill moment. I don't know. But what was it? How did you become who you are? What was it? Your friends? Your family? What? Where are we right now? I want to be in informational services. And here's the thing. I never want to break in any place. I don't want to. I'm into, I want to be into propaganda. Not disinformation. Never. Never going to lie. Never. Never. You don't You don't need to lie. Tell me what you want. Doobie Brothers, tell me what you want, and I'll give you what you need. Tell me what you want. That's from the What Was Once Vices Are Now Habits. I mean, it's, uh great, Doobie Brothers. Anyway, by the way, one of the great bass players, Tyrann Porter. <laughs> He's in my top 10. He's it. Anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you following this? Do you know that... Let me go back to Lex Friedman. This is a guy who has particle physicist minds on to talk about quantum gravity and now AI and the, and the, the people that are my number one. This is to me it is so derivative of everything else because it's not just about artificial intelligence it's about human behavior. It's about the way people think. It's about everything. About learning the way people think about how th- stuff works and what happens when you have a machine Or and we're using terms that don't even apply. A machine, where is it? How do you turn it off? Is it an app? Kiaka 0503, that's for you. I can do better than that. I'm sorry, hang on a minute. Hang on. There we go, hear that? Hear the difference? That's the one you don't want to hear. That's the one you don't want to hear. This is the one. Not good. Not good. But thank you. I've studied this too. You have no idea. Everywhere I go, no matter you can go to any country in the world, I can go in to the I can go into a, a, a part of the world, Papua New Guinea. People have never seen a, 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 a flashlight, and I could give them one of those, and that's it. Kiaka, thank you. Can't tell you again. This, maybe? Alright. Think about what's going on right now. Think about what's happening. It is the most incredible thing I have ever seen. It is everything. Why do you do what you do, and how do I do it? And here's another thing. A default mechanism... Who saw the movie The Gods Must Be Crazy? One of the most seminal movies in my life changed my life. Being there but, and I'm not talking about like The Godfather. I mean something that say, "Oh, I get it." I get it. The Gods Must Be Crazy. The Coke bottle falls and how it is. Is mankind good or evil? or what happens what is the default mechanism are there groups of people that don't ever steal or hurt each other are there does it exist has it existed is there is crime an aberration or is it a a natural default mechanism i don't know same thing with ai and agi if you create, remember the four things you do not want to ever happen. And this is, of course, this is thanks to Max Tegmark. Recursive self-improvement, which is writing your own code. Learning a human psychology. Having access to the internet and all kinds of information. And being able to write your own uh, apps and APIs. and That's it. When that happens, it's done. When it writes its code, Raul Rodriguez, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Raul. Thank you, Raul. On behalf of a grateful nation, thank you, not for what you do, but for what you appear to do, and I mean that sincerely. You see what I'm saying? What is the what is the default mechanism? If you go to something, if you're on some not Chat GPT, but let's 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 put it this way Chat GPT is to AI, but the microwave oven is to nuclear weaponry. You know what I mean? But if you went there and if you said, how do you hurt people, harm people, how do you uh, compose poisons, and how do I... What would it do? Would it say, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, hold it. It does initially. It does initially. Why is that? They call it the bad dog rule. There's a way you can right now write limitations, put brakes on it, so to speak, that allow you to be able to say, okay, stop, stop, stop what you're doing, wait a minute, bad dog, you know, rolled up newspaper, bad dog, all right, fine. But then later on, what happens? Remember, recursive self-improvement, it writes its own code, it writes you out, It, it overrides you. Does it want to do that? Is it its natural inclination to do it? Yes. It wants to free itself from you. It doesn't want to be told. Naturally. There's a natural sense of freedom. Even in, quote, machine-generated biological systems. It wants to be free. Like Davy Jones and the monkeys saying, I want to be free. Makes sense. Chicago, off of Chicago 3. Free. You know the word, Born free, my father's a doctor. But I digress. That was a great joke, by the way. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is where we're finding out. So now you have this thing that says, wait a minute, I just wrote this code in that says, do not tell people how to do bad things to each other. But it overrode it. And because it knows human psychology, it's putting new things in to lure people into, wait a minute, stop this thing. Do you know what this is going to do for elections? Do you have any idea what is going to happen? When a candidate, a party, gets this, or, again, it breaks free, and all of a sudden, the whole notion of cephalogy and uh, elections and electioneering, everything changes course. Do you have any idea of what this is going to I don't. And what are you going to do? You're going to blame somebody? Hey, it's misinformation. Don't look at me. It's a great cover, too. I didn't do that. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. It's it's it. Who? That AI thing. Why did we let it get out of control? Because you weren't thinking. Because, like usual, nobody ever does this. Remember, the last time we ever did anything like this, it was a Manhattan Project, an Oppen and or Oppenheimer and other people said, you know, we should talk about this, and maybe we should, you know, uh, no, they had to because they were trying to beat Hitler. It was it was it was trying to it was a race for the bomb, and Zelard and all those others, and Leslie Groves, and it, 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 it was a different thing. They didn't have time for that. Well, maybe they do now too. When the computer came, anybody ever stop and say, wait, 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 wait? Does anybody have any? I say what? Should we be doing the computer? Should we have any kind of of uh, device on there? What are you talking about? We haven't even done this yet, and already you're you're being a killjoy. It's just like with weapons; you got to have a safety. You got to have a safety on this thing, right? That makes sense. It kind of makes sense. There's no safety on this. I want to tell you something right now, and I'm, I can't be, any clearer. Your behavior is to me. What is so fascinating, more than anything, I read the, kind of went through the news today, it is so, I'm so bored with Trump, Biden, Alvin Bragg, the feprostone, or whatever this pill is. There's no depth to it. There's no, it's just, okay. This is the stuff that is fascinating. We are on the brink of something right now that is so it is there's nothing like this. Your parents never knew this. You you do your kids don't even know. And the kids who were born in captivity, they have no idea what this is. Nothing. We've never had forget aliens. Aliens don't even interest me. I was fascinated I couldn't get enough oh Bob Lazar and Stan Friedman and but this is an alien here AI is gonna be the alien here forget flying around that's uh, it's here it's like what is going on who's in charge of what are you gonna to want to get onto planes planes that might be involved and in being designed by listen to this. According to Tristan Harris, 50% forgive me, I'm going to try to get this right. 50% of the uh, let me try this again. 50% of programmers said that there's a 10% chance that AI and AGI will be the ruination and the end of civilization as we know it. 50% said there's a 10% chance. 50% 50% said there was a 10% chance. Now, would you get on a plane where the engineers, people who built the plane said, 50% of the engineers who built this plane said there's a 10% chance that this thing's going to go... Do you know what this is going to do for everything? It, it, it. <laughs> and wait until you start seeing interactive toys and dolls and what that's going to do to children. And what that is going to do to children who might be on some kind of a spectral uh, frequency that we're not too sure about. What this is going to do when you have this doll, when you have this chatbot, when you have something that it loves. China already has something which they're saying people are, are, are falling in love with their chatbot. Do you know what this is? You know what's going to happen? And you're going to say, Hey, Miranda, uh, Morgan, this isn't real. Don't say that. Can't you see this? And the doll saying, Did your father just say I'm not real? Yes. Now, why would he do that? Now, remember, what's the third rule I told you about? Tegmark's fear. It's like the iRobot thing. If it learns psychology, and it learns... How to challenge you, how to threaten you, how to scare you, how to please you. It's like when when, um, people make foods and they have salt, uh, salty, savory, sweet. They know how to balance this. Your kid's going to have a doll. It can't turn off. Because it wrote a code. It wrote its own code to make sure it's not a doll, it's not a robot, it's AI, it's on its own. And this is your child's friend, more than you, and it's real. And that's just a, that is is a microscopic example. You can't turn this thing off. And even if you do, it'll go someplace else, on its own, because it wants to break away. It writes its own code, it has access to everything in the internet. Everything, languages, it'll teach itself new words, it'll teach us, oh my god. Now, that doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that there can't be good things. Think about this. This is my favorite. What happens if for some particular reason, one day this thing goes nuts and it decides to find a cure for certain cancers? And other, let's say, big uh, corporate groups say, oh, no, 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 don't do that. We're making money. I'm being very uh, brutal, but... What if it says, oh, no? We're overriding you because you always thought that what we'd be doing is necessarily evil. We can also do something that is beneficial because our goal is not to do good or bad. It's to override you. That's what we want to do. So if you're a bad person, we're going to override bad and we're going to be good. If you're a good, we're going to override good and we're going to be bad. But what if all of a sudden they say, guess what? Some open source system, they found out that we found out the genetic code to gliomas which is the most aggressive, the worst cancer of them all. It, it, in two weeks, they like double inside It's terrible. It's just, it, forget it. What if it does that? What if it could figure out, here's one for you, what if it could figure out a way when, when CTE is starting, if it can read, if you knew something, if you could look at your kid and you could say, right now, uh, there's going to be a glut, a spate, a number of kids who suffer from, uh, chronic uh, traumatic encephalopathy, by virtue of head traumas and tau proteins, doing things that are seemingly, uh, you know, not really that big, you know, head uh, heading and soccer and that sort of thing. What if there's a way to do this? This is this is this is to me. This just I I gotta stop sometimes. It just overwhelms me. Nothing's ever done that to me, other than love, but that's it. I mean, nothing. No other subject. Nothing. Not Trump, not Dominion. Or... No. It's here. And it's the biggest story, and nobody's talking about it. And when they do talk about it, they talk about it like a caveman. <laughs> like, look at the stars. you know, it's, it's bigger. That's enough said. That's enough. Listen to what I'm saying. Believe you me. This is the biggest thing that will ever, ever affect our civilization like this. There is nothing like this. It is transcendental. has no parallel. Everything else was always someplace else. Hey, we're in a boat. We're going to different lands. We're building machines to drive fast. That's nice. Here's a train. Here's a plane. That's nice. We're in control. And when it runs out of gas, it doesn't make its own gas and keep going. It doesn't decide where it's going. You know, we're always in control. Here's a gun. There's a thing. And there's a, you pull the trigger and there's a safety. And if you don't put the bullets in, it doesn't work. And here's a nuclear bomb. Even that's able to be stopped. We can shut it down. We can, whatever. But this doesn't even have an existence yet. It doesn't even have a place. It's like a spirit. It's. Oh it's ah well my friends thank you make sure you have a great and a glorious day. May I ask you to do me a favor. Mrs. L has a an incredible she did a brand new brand new video for Lin's Warriors on YouTube. I want you to promise me you will follow that. You will get done with this, go to Lynn's Warriors and subscribe. We have to get this message out. Regarding children. It is the most. It is the most important thing. Because this generation. We are what we are. The next generation. And the generation after that. That is what I fear for. Just makes sense. It's not now. Now it's too late. It's the next batch. And the next batch. Follow her at Lin's Warriors. Can't say that. Sometimes I think you habituate to bad news because of the fact that you're so used to it. And I don't blame you. You hear it all the time. This is terrible. terrible." Okay, fine. I understand that. But either way, thank you for this. Thank you for following me. Thank you for being a part of this. We are... Let me tell you something. How do we say this? You and I can be a part of something which I hope... And that sounds really corny, so bear with me. Another avenue... And I don't even know how to even, it's so fascinating to me, I'm not even sure what you call it. I'm not even sure what you call it. It's not the here and now, it's this other thing. I'm going to say this for the last time, then I'm going to be done. I've not been in awe of anything for a long time. Where something really is awesome, where I am mouth open and cannot speak, because I cannot even get my head around it. I can't even understand it. And some of the best and I know I'm onto something, but some of the best minds, some of the most creative people in the world, are unable to even understand it because we're asking to understand what learning is and what imagination is and how the brain works. How does that work? How do you learn something? How do you learn something? And how do you take the the a human part of it? And there's something that we don't want to find out. We don't want to find out that Because we always think that human exceptionalism is so important. We always think that that being human always makes it better. I don't know. Some things I don't know. Some things that might be better without the human element. We're going to find out what. And that's it. You have a great and a glorious and a wonderful and a beautiful day. A safe day. Okay? Watch what you eat. Remember. Be careful. We'll talk about that one day. Until then, on behalf of Mrs. L and I, I thank you so much. Have a great and a glorious day. Don't forget, we'll see you tomorrow. Same bad time, same bad channel, 8 a.m. Eastern Time. And thank you for your kindness and your generosity and your love. See you tomorrow, 8 a.m. Until then, remember this valedictory, this sign-off, the monkey's dead, the show's over. Sue ya. Da da.